the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Thanks for listening to the Town Hall Review with Hugh Hewitt podcast, bringing to you the best voices on the stories and issues that matter. Helping make it all possible is the generous partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy and ADF, the Alliance Defending Freedom. Here's another piece I'll trust you enjoy. Very excited to open our second hour today with a true freedom fighter for the truth, former NYPD, former U.S. Secret Service. I don't even know if he needs any more of an introduction. You know who he is. You see him fighting the good fight every day. You listen to his podcast, to his show. He is none other than Dan Bongino. Dan, welcome back to America First. Good to be here. Thanks for having me on. And congratulations. You got the big man. You got my old boss on your show today, uh, the president breaking some news. Congratulations, Dan. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, it kind of came up last minute, but, you know, you never say no. Uh, you know, the White House calls, you do the interview. So we did it this morning. <laughs> he was gracious enough to spend about uh, 30 minutes with us, and we addressed the, you know, the growing Joe Biden scandal. And, you know, as I said to you before, when we were talking, I thought he handled it in a very statesmanlike fashion, giving him a courtesy of due process uh, that was not given to either the president or Brett Kavanaugh or candidly for any other Republican um, I know ever. Um, and again, it shows you that, you know, the president sees things clearly and it's the media typically on the wrong side of these things. Right. It's how surprising the president of the United States doesn't want to politicize an agitatory. And the same day, Peter Stroke says, keep it open. These charges by yeah. rights should be dismissed instantly, shouldn't they, Dan? Oh, yeah, no question. I, I'm just, that's uh, no, no serious person. Notice I said serious person. Right. The other one, that doesn't include the media. Um, listen, uh, someone sent me a podcast I had done on this uh, 17 months ago, and I listened to it about the Flynn case. And, you know, it was all sources. and It wasn't like I had made it up. But it's interesting because we had called this from day one, what was going on. It was clearly an effort, you having some experience in this space here, to get a man, Mike Flynn, out of the picture precisely because of his experience in the intelligence arena. And I think they knew and understood early, now that the president was, uh, was, uh, was new into office, that Mike Flynn was going to see right away that something was going on here. Um, that there was, so he needed to go. Now, think about this. The timeline in early January, and this is something I've hit on often on my show, but Sidney Powell hit it last night on, uh, I don't know if she was on, she was on Hannity, that's right, yes. Fox. And uh, Sidney Powell, it's early January. You see this, this, these events that all hit at the same time, which should really frighten everybody. You have early, you know, January, January 4th, where they're, they're ready to wrap up this case on, on General Flynn, and they're actively still spying on him, and they don't have anything. Then January 5th is the infamous Oval Office meeting with Susan Rice, Obama, Jim Comey, where remember they buy the book meeting? The way where she emailed yeah. uh, later. Let's the president wants everything. President Obama buy the book, exactly. right? 
Now, the email comes later, but she's referencing a meeting that happens the next day. Yes. After they're wrapping up the case on Flynn, they realize they don't have anything. Well, you know what else happens on January 5th? Christopher Steele just said in a deposition, of course, the author of the dirty dossier used to spy on Trump, that that's the day, conveniently, Sebastian, he decides to delete all his email files on the case. In other words, did somebody tell him to do that? And right after that is where they get desperate and they decide they're going to reopen or keep open, I should say, the case against Flynn, I think because they quickly realize they have nothing left to do uh, here. They have no other stone to unturn, and then they're going to have to shut Flynn up. So they entrap him. The handwritten notes are devastating, and I, I think you may agree with me. The most shocking part of them aren't the notes. I mean, guys like you and I knew the FBI was targeting Flynn. What's shocking about it is the media response. Yeah. You have prima facie evidence of one of the biggest law enforcement intelligence scandals in American history, the active targeting in a perjury trap of the National Security Advisor of the United States. And Sebastian, the media doesn't give a damn. They don't care one bit. And, and there's nothing you can say to convince them. It doesn't matter. They love the police state. It doesn't matter. And, and right there we have handwritten notes from the director of counterintelligence of the FBI saying our goal should be to get... General Flynn fired or caught in a perjury trap. That is police state tactics. You've written the book, Spygate. I've always said, and we're going to repost it now on my Twitter feed, one of the most eye-opening moments for me is a 20-minute presentation that somebody videoed at David Horowitz's Restoration Weekend, where in 20 minutes you encapsulated just how deep and disturbing the perversion of the law enforcement intelligence community was under the Obama administration. A, a stunning, stunning summary. Look, God willing, the general, our buddy, gets the charges dropped. Uh, he can begin a case to get his millions of dollars back from the federal government. Um, what does it mean for you as a former uh, badge wearer, as a Secret Service agent from the NYPD with your experience. How do we fix this institutionally? It's one thing the charges are dropped. It's one thing if Peter Stroke or Comey get charged with abuses of power. But how do we fix the reputation of the... How do we make it that Americans trust their government again, Dan? Yeah, you know, I asked the president about this this morning, and I was candid with him. Uh, You know, Sebastian, listen, people are policy. I mean, you worked in the have If anyone on this call knows that... You know, I I worked there as an agent. I didn't work there as an appointee like you did. People are policy. That's the end of it. I mean, I'll leave it at this, because the Constitution's great. It's the greatest founding document in the history of humankind. The Constitution is meaningless if the people who are supposed to be enforcing it don't believe in it. It's meaningless. People are policy. So to answer your question, the only way to reform the system is to get rid of these people and start over Sebastian, why does Christopher Ray still have a job? Yeah. Ask the president directly about it. I, I cannot for the life of me understand how the current director of the FBI is still in his position. He, he must have known about these notes, and we're just hearing about them now? How did he not know about this? It's his own uh, deputy director for counterintelligence. Right. And yet he's still there. I mean, we still have swamp rats in the DOJ. None of these reforms that they're instituting now are going to mean a a damn. They're not going to mean a darn thing if they don't get the right people in there. And that's why we need to reelect this president. 
And what's the window? We have 185 days until the uh, next election. Th- these these decisions, these grand juries, these indictments, they have to happen within a matter of days or weeks. Do they not, Dan Bongino? Oh, no question. I mean, if we don't see some kind of action coming down, it's never you're never. I mean, can you imagine Joe Biden in there? I mean, this will, you think people are policy now. He's going to appoint deep state swamp rats, all the favors he owes people from the Obama and Clinton administration, and all of this stuff is going to go away. You'll see indictments if Biden gets in. You'll probably see indictments of the president and his family for nonsense, like they made up. They'll make up another hoax. You know, Spygate, we had, we had the collusion hoax. We had the Bank of China hoax. I mean, that's how dangerous a point we are at now. And I can't warn people in strong enough terms. I mean, I don't work for the Trump campaign or anything like that. I support the president, obviously, but... This is probably the most important election you're ever going to see in your lifetime. I don't know where the country goes otherwise, because what we're witnessing now is just really disturbing, really disturbing. I mean, the abuses and the fact that the media has given up their role as the watchdog and has decided to become Pravda uh, is is deeply disturbing. How do you read those notes and not care? Uh, The answer is join the journalism corps at the White House. And, uh, you know, it's just the default position to not care. How do you read those notes and not care? Because you are not a journalist or a political hack and you're in a tank for the left. Follow him right now on Twitter. He's got a superb Twitter game, D Bongino. Listen to his Dan Bongino show every day, Bongino.com. God bless you, Dan. Thanks for listening to the Town Hall Review. I want to talk to you for a moment about a group I've done work with for years, ADF, the Alliance Defending Freedom. You've seen how your freedom is under attack. Go to townhallreview.com to find out how you can join Alliance Defending Freedom to help ensure the opponents of freedom don't dictate your future. That's townhallreview.com. If you enjoy your podcast, take a moment, tell a friend to subscribe today. This is Hugh Hewitt for townhall.com. Congress is going to have to pass some sort of phase four relief package simply because it must. It will likely be the most significant piece of spending legislation in my adult life. What should be in it? We absolutely must rebuild our defense industrial base. A strong defense will be essential for our response to the government whose negligence visited this pandemic on the world, the Chinese Communist Party. Any subsequent help to the private sector cannot be advanced without liability protection. Federal law must preempt all state tort law concerning liability for coronavirus-related claims of negligence and intentional injury. The collision with China has also put a new focus on big tech. These companies need to be pressed, aside, forthrightly, and finally, with the American Republic that created the free minds and free markets that gave them birth. Phase four is shaping up to be the law of a legislative lifetime. There's no time to spare. I'm Hugh Hewitt. Publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu.